everyone. Welcome to a new episode. It's been a while of Spirituality 101. And I'm actually going to revamp it a little bit. It's going to be called The Higher Selfie from now on. Um, and today I'm talking to Isadora Sparewoman. And her IG handle is Wombseed Wisdom. And she and I have worked together for the last eight weeks and I've met her a few years ago and she has been an absolute magic worker for me. Um, as a meditation practitioner, I spend a lot of time working with the mind, working with the spirit, but the connection to the body had some, uh, had some challenges and she really helped me connect to that essence. So I'm really excited to talk to her and I'm excited that you're here she has a lot of wisdom to share. So I'm going to invite her on the call now. Yes, Hello. Hello. <laughs> so good to How see you. you? <laughs> Very good. Very good. How are you? I'm well. Yes. So good to be with you. Yeah. Great to mm. have you. Mm. And as I've also just said in the introduction, um, we've been working together for a while now and it's just been it's been really life altering for me and I know it will continue to impact how I treat my body, how I treat my womb, how I treat life, mm. I think as well, like really understanding mm. on a deeper level where life begins, because mm. everyone watching this, everyone listening to this, you and I are both coming from this magical place from the womb. We were all born there. We were all conceived there. Mm. And um, yeah, I would love to start off with the question of where it all began, literally and physically, <laughs> like where did that fascination for you to work with the womb come from? Because you also work as a doula. Yeah. Yeah, it's very womb focused. Where did that start, would you say? Yeah, it's a great question. I was reflecting on that earlier today and just thinking like, Wow, it feels like it's been around forever. I remember from a very young age, um, I loved babies. And I remember asking my mom all about birth and who birthed me and like, who was the midwife? And, you know, just learning all about the womb and, and birth, I think was really my in. It was super fascinating for me. And there was just always this connection to life to, to that which gives life. And um, I think later on, I kind of got caught up in school and sports and different things. And then um, the big event that I kind of share that really woke me up to it all was um, after my older sister was killed. And I went on this whole journey of like, really trying to understand why that happened, how that could happen. And it led me to the womb and to really waking up to the fact that the womb space and women and the feminine um, in general, that more receptive energy is overlooked and often not honored. And so it's really been this journey of, of learning to honor that part. And the more I've learned, the more I've just been like, oh my gosh, the womb, like it's just this magical portal and can create life and can sustain life and birth life and transmute darkness and density back into its you know, original form. And 
um, yeah, I think gathering with women leaders and being at retreats like we met at the Wild Feminine Retreat and just really coming back to honoring that that part of us and really connecting with the earth as well really um, woke me up to that that primal, very natural connection we have to our bodies, to our pleasure and just to the earth. So mm. I think if I go back, like it really feels like th it did start in, in birth and my mom had a beautiful birth with me. She absolutely loves birth. She talks so highly of it, which is not so common for women, I would say, um, but it's becoming more common. And yeah, I think it started there. I've always loved women <laughs> and the womb and been very fascinated with like pleasure and the body and just like the capacity for so much. And um, yeah, and then like a few years ago, I just got the call and the hit and it was like, you're here for the womb, commit. And then I've sort of done things along the way that have really, um, awoke you know awoken that that part of me and many women you know I, I i talk to just feel that immediately like whoa you just there's something there's some womb activation happening here so again it's it feels like it was just kind of it's kind of why i'm here in many ways and i can see certain events that have led me to where i am now mm. so yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, because also mm. you were talking about where we met. We met at the Wild Woman Retreat uh, mm. that was hosted by Nicole Kosteris. And um, mm. I remember there I found, and Kirsten, yeah, um, Crystal. I remember there, there was this uh, trunk they had with all these books about spirituality mm. and female practices on spirituality. And there was also a book there about womb wisdom. Mm. And I never really stopped and, and think about it, like, bleeding was just something that happened once a month and mm. uh, that was kind of the first book that really got me more interested into it mm. and i remember also reading in that book that the womb space for a lot of women or maybe for women in general are um, female identified is a place where we store our trauma is a place where we store our emotion would you would you say you agree with that have you seen this in your practice Absolutely. Yeah. So the womb is like, you can think of it as like empty space. It's like a receptacle. It receives everything we've ever experienced in life and holds it. It's like this, it has this capacity to hold so much. It's just infinite wisdom, infinite knowledge, infinite space. And so all of our emotions, everything we've ever experienced, every thought we've ever had, every person who's ever entered us with or without our permission, everything we've ever experienced lives and is housed in our womb space mm. and is held there. That's why, you know, you see a lot of womb related diseases these days. It's a lot more common than say, you know, a couple thousand years ago before patriarchy and all of this, you know, and I love that you brought up, you know, the blood and the cycles. It's like, for many women, I think their their relationship to that space is just like, oh yeah, like it bleeds, you know, once in a while, and I can birth it baby. It bleeds from there. also, yeah, yeah. It's almost like something separate. It bleeds, yeah, yeah, mm. right. And so it's, yeah, totally. It houses and holds so many of our emotions, and at the same time, it has the capacity when turned on, when activated, when alive, to take that those denser, those 
you know, tough emotional charges and energies and move them and transmute them and, you know, transform them. So absolutely. I think especially as women, as womb bearers, those who have wombs, even not physically, but energetically, that is the space in which most of our experiences are housed, I would say. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And um, what I find fascinating also in this current day and age is that, of course, it is very normal for us to bleed, for women to bleed. Um, cycles can vary a lot between women. Mm -hmm. But yet, in our general society, bleeding has kind of become this, this dirty this dirty word almost like mm -hmm. when I post uh, something on my Instagram that is related to the menstrual cycle, it is mm -hmm. sometimes seen as something like very spiritual that people cannot identify with, or it's just mm. a bit, it feels for some people a bit yucky. I've had responses like that. Mm. And where, where do you think this aversion to such a healthy and natural process came from? Like, why do you think that's so evident in our, in our current day society? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's very intentional. Um, there's mm -hmm. this amazing quote, I'm not sure who said it, but it's like, menstrual blood is the only blood not born of violence, yet it is the one that disgusts you the most, right? Like, we totally normalize violence on TV, you know, like killing whatever, everyone's like obsessed with, you know, <clears throat> but menstrual blood, it's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. No, no, no. Yeah. And it is as a liquid, as just an elixir, it's incredible. Like feeding it to your plants helps your plants grow. It's just, it has all of these nutrients. It's an amazing, amazing thing that our bodies produce. And so, yeah, it's an intent. It was, it was and is still an intentional um, distortion and way to disconnect people from their bodies and from nature. And so, you know, there's a whole his story with it, literally his story, the past, you know, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 years of patriarchal rule, where all, all, all women's related things, all goddess worship, um, devotion to the earth, to the feminine, all of this was distorted, was um, made evil and wrong. And like I said, it, it was intentional. And it, it it seeped its way into culture, into religion, into society, and then into the bodies of people that carry this, right? The worst crime is when it's internalized, when people actually take on the beliefs of the, just like the insanity, right? And so, yeah, it's been an intentional act of disconnecting women from their bodies because when women are connected to their bodies, as you know, going through the womb spiral, magic happens you're mm. you're connected to life again you're connected to nature to your own nature and you're healthy you're vibrant and you're living a completely different reality that is not going to buy all those products that is not going to believe all the craziness that we hear that is not going to like operate in a victim mentality it's like no i'm a woman you can't <laughs> tell me anything you know and so there's there I could recommend thousands of books and tons of things to read but basically it's in a nutshell patriarchy you know male dominated religion and mm. um and just ignorance and yeah I think just straight up fear of the feminine a fear of women and what our bodies 
go through every month. It's also just, yeah, lack of knowledge. Um, and this knowledge was around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years pre, you know, male dominated religion. And now it's coming back again. There's this resurgence, like mm. there's this rising and that, that comes with information, practices, and so much more. And it's, it's really up to each of us to take that into our own hands. And I mean, I just read hundreds of books after I got inspired about this. I was like, what? We have to know all of this information. So the information is out there, thankfully. It's not, you're not going to find it in the mainstream. But um, yeah, I think, and I think it's still perpetuated by people unconsciously as well, right? Yes. And so the only way something can continue is if we perpetuate it and that has to, the masses have to perpetuate it. And so, you know, I think, yeah, there's layers, there's many layers, but I think that kind of answers it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. there's many layers of it for sure. And, and one yeah. that I feel personally drawn to go into a little bit more as, yeah. And as a side note, you know, working more with the cyclical nature of our, our human being has just changed yeah. my business, has changed the way how I mm. relate to people. Mm. It's, mm. it's really, yeah, it's a super magical practice in its own right, just understanding that we're cyclical, not linear. Yes. Um, yeah. But one of the gates, and we'll go a little bit further into this as well, in, in what you offer Mm. and how to get back in touch with the body in one of the gates we also talk about pleasure mm -hmm. and something you also just touched upon mm -hmm. pleasure <laughs> a woman in her pleasure uh, a woman in ownership of 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 her cycle in ownership of of her bleeding and of her yeah. body and understanding a little bit more of the, of the internal mm. magic that is taking place and mm. um, feels in a way like a like a threat to the current society or the way that society has been operating right like mm. that's mm -hmm. what is being said during the spiral as well a woman in her pleasure is 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 in her power yes inner power is highly magnetic mm -hmm. uh, actually making a lot of changes not only within herself but in in everything that she does why do you mm. think that is why why would a woman in her pleasure why would a woman in connection to her bleed, to her cycle, be a threat to, to the society? Like, mm. Because she can't be controlled. Right. So a lot is, even you use the word control, which is interesting. So another big part of my fascination is with language. So um, I would say it's more a woman in harmony, a woman in harmony with herself, a woman in harmony with the seasons, with the cycles, with, with her own knowing. She can't be controlled. She can't be told something to believe something and just believe it. She can't be told that, you know, blood is gross or that, you know, she's inherently a sin or, you know, she just can't be told these things because it's, it goes completely against her, her nature. she can't be controlled and especially in pleasure and there's so much control like there's all this even you see it in relationships like the codependency and like everything's just control 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 and it's like somebody who's alive who's in their pleasure who's in harmony really in tune with life with the body with nature 
you just, they don't even operate in control. They don't want to control and they don't want to be controlled. You know, it's like, it's a whole different existence. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a whole agenda around numbing women's bodies, making them sick. I mean, tampons, pads, mainstream ones have cancer causing agents in them all the food. I mean, it's just crazy what's being done. All of the, um, a lot of like makeup and beauty product, beauty products and things have all these chemicals messing mm -hmm. up our hormones. It's, if you are in touch with your body, if you are in a healthy and a clean and vibrant, alive body, you're not going to be able to be controlled. You're not going to buy the shit that is sold to us you know you're just not going to because why would you do that it's kind of it doesn't make sense to somebody in that state and so i think yeah the big things in our world with women but just in general that we're kind of always m moving with is like how do we remain free and attuned to something greater than the the matrix if you will or the the systems that be and so yeah, that are that's really that what i understand enough. yeah and especially yeah. with pleasure and with you know being in tune with the cycle and with the moon and the earth and all of it it's like again you're operating on a different time you're operating in a different way and that can see be seen as a threat for some people mm. so yeah very interesting very interesting and we are now coming into a generation where we have access to so many different healing modalities, so many different tools. We have access to all this wisdom. We can talk to anyone all over the world um, mm -hmm. and connect about yeah, different ways to not carry on this pre-programmed way of being with our body to, to the next generation, to our children. And yeah. I was I was lucky enough to get in touch with you and and do this do this spiral and I've just I've been telling so many people about it it's mm -hmm. it's like it's unlayering it's undoing all these all these layers of me feeling mm -hmm. not entirely at home in my own body mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I would love to hear from you how do you explain something like the spiral the womb spiral to someone who's never heard of it before yeah yeah that's a great question <laughs> so um yeah i offer two modalities one is called the spiral one is called womb spiral so the spiral was created in 2012 and it combines all these healing modalities into one and in essence what it's doing is it's clearing emotional baggage and emotional imprints that we've inherited throughout our lives by identifying it through uh, muscle testing and using an emotions chart to pinpoint the ages and the emotions that we've anchored in around say shame or fear or love and what all of that means is basically as human beings we are like sponges especially when we're really young and so we're born and we just take on all of this information we take on all of this programming all of these ideas from our parents from the society and we just take it in like as if it's true you know oftentimes it's not but we just take it in for example around like so shame shame is one emotion we look at and we clear so 
shame in and of itself isn't wrong. It's just an, an energy. Emotion is literally just energy in motion. It's just mm -hmm. energy that wants to move, but sometimes energy gets stuck. And so maybe we experience shame when we're really young and then we feel fear about experiencing that shame. And then we feel hatred about experiencing that shame. And then we feel guilt that we're feeling all of that. And so what ha it's exactly, it gets layered. So then moving forward, when you experience shame, you're also going to experience all these other emotions. And so what we're doing with the spirals, we're identifying those three emotions, those first three, it's, it's called a root clear. It's like you're getting to the roots, you're digging out the roots. And then using different meridian points, we rub different points on the body and clear. We allow that energy to move through us. There's burping, there's yawning. It's a whole thing. <laughs> there is. I love that part actually about it because it can sound quite woo-woo um, right. when you just first talk about it, like emotional clears and imprints, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then you start getting into the practice and oh yeah. my gosh, have we, have we been burping? Have we been <laughs> yawning? I was like... My 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 housemate came came back home from one of the first sessions. I was like, oh my god, I did not close the door. We were burping all over the place, and I I actually kind of like that in a way because it's like my intellect is able to see that actually something is being let go of. Absolutely, yeah. So in in, in essence, right, we're we're clearing the shit. We're like letting the gunk go. The gunk that's just held, like that stagnant, stuck energy in the body, gets to move. And how does it need to move? through yawning, burping, farting, pooping, like peeing, you know, all the stuff, the human stuff. I love it. I love the human stuff. So I love birth. I'm just like, yes, normalize the human experience. Um, so that's what that looks like. The spiral is its own thing. It's we clear 22 emotions most common to the human experience. And it's just a it's an incredible journey um, of profound realization, healing. We always ask follow-up questions after every clear so you can write like it's like think about it like there's like a dead plant in the soil we pull it out we get it at the root and then we're like but we want to plant some new things we don't just want to leave the soil there so that that follow-up question is like the seeds that we're planting that you'll see come mm. whenever and so womb spiral is the same modality of the spiral meaning muscle testing we're testing into the first three um anchors and all of this and then the difference is we're focused on the womb gates. So here we bring in the womb, right? So the womb gates were, have been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. It's this sacred ancient path into the, uh, the womb. <laughs> and it's the cosmic womb, the earth womb, your own womb. And it's a Being journey. A lot of hearts being made on the. Yay! On the love all of you. Go <laughs> um, So it's this whole journey. It's like this journey into your own body, into your own sacredness. Mm. We start at the yoni lips. We move to the G spot, the clitoris, the cervix, the womb, a few other places, and. What we're doing there is we're looking at what have you anchored in in those physical spaces? What experiences are living in those spaces? What emotions are housed in your body temple? And let's identify them and clear them, put new experiences, new energies in its place. And for each gate, so those are all the gates, there's a key. So what's the key? There's a key to unlocking that gate, right? So gate one, we start with the yoni lips, which is the, 
the gate. Those are the gatekeepers to your inner temple. And what's the key to get in or the key to access that is trust. So we, we journey with trust. We clear trust. Whatever is blocking trust in your life, we look at it, identify it, and move it. And then the third emotion we look at is shame. Because many of us hold shame in our yoni lips around our, our yoni. Or yoni, just so people know, is another way of saying vulva. It's just a Sanskrit word for sacred space. So I like to refer to my vagina or vulva as my yoni or my rose petals, whatever. <laughs> you get creative. But it's basically, yes. it's the vulva. By the way, vagina is an incorrect term. Vagina refers to the vaginal canal, the vaginal hole. But mm. vagina is not the whole thing. It's the vulva. Which I'm like, yes, the vulva. So that's what we've done. And so you've experienced it, obviously. So... I just want to acknowledge for people that it's just like kind of this sounds like a little I don't really know. For me, it it's totally something just to experience because mm -hmm. it can sound very the mind cannot fully grasp everything we do also because mm -hmm. we're not I'm not it's not serving the mind. None of these modalities are not in service of the mind. They're in service mainly of the unconscious subconscious experience and the body like the right. parts of us that we don't always acknowledge or see and so I maybe if also, you want to mm -hmm. this is a, this is a very beautiful point is that like in in normal life and in modern day society our intellect is the one that rules our daily doings and from so many of us the narrative is what structures our days what structures <laughs> how we how we engage with life in general and I find yeah. that through this, it's much more a surrender through all these modalities, through going through all these gates with you. Mm. Um, I find that the intellect is now much more serving uh, to what the body's wisdom is telling you instead of the yeah. intellect saying that the body should do this or do that. And that is a really big shift. It's like turning mm. I love that. Yeah. And I know that's a big reason you came also. And that's that's so many of us, right? We're totally a head dominated society and world we're just like cerebral everything no one has to rational it has to make sense and that's just one part of us that's one part of us that's a it's a useful part obviously but if it's so imbalanced and if we don't listen to that inner wisdom that inner voice that being energy that receptive part of us we're missing out on so much and we may be making decisions that actually aren't aligned for us. So that's mm -hmm. another big part of it. It's like we use the mind always to rationalize and make decisions. We're just ignoring this wellspring, this inner wellspring of knowledge. And that's, I mean, I'd love to hear your experience after this, but that's really what I feel more and more as I journey with this is like we can learn everything from our wombs. Like our wombs are our compass. Our womb tells us what we need to do, who's good for us, who's not good for us, what food is good for us, what food's not good for us. Everything. It's it's just like this innate inner connection that we've always had that we've just been disconnected from. Mm. But it's it's like this kind of brain kind of fuck. It's like we've been disconnected from it with our in our world, but you can't ever lose the connection. So it's it's really yeah. just a journey of back, right? I think of us like instruments. If we're really out of tune, which most of the world is just out of tune. It's like, there's always going to be contraction and like all this chaos. 
when we get in tune, we start to play like a really nice melody with life, with nature, with the animals, with the plants, with each other. Things flow, life flows. So that's that's really the feminine. That's really yeah. the journey. The feminine yeah. is the flow. The feminine is the water. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I think that what you're touching upon is one of the main, if not the main reason that we've gotten to this point in our current society and the circumstances that are going on is because we're not in touch with our bodies, because we're not in touch with that natural flow, is because we don't understand or we've forgotten that we are directly connected to the earth. Mm. Um, yeah. And we are only living from the mind, from the persona, from the intellect. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been yeah it's been such a powerful journey for me I feel like mm. I've really reconnected to so many different ways and more than just my body and what I found very interesting to notice as well is not it's not just the sensation of of course the burping and the yawning but also <laughs> just how uh, I actually have been experiencing a lot of numbness and then like over sensitivities in these areas and just sort sort of finding that balance in these in these parts again it's just been it's been so mm. empowering in in just me understanding who i am and ugh, mm. yeah i highly highly recommend recommend this and um yeah i think also we're we're slowly coming to the end of our conversation but there's mm. um there's definitely two things i do want to touch upon still and that is the first one is uh, I would love to ask you to share some of the books that you were talking about if you if you <laughs> are open yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the second one is that you mm. also have this amazing video on breast massage, which I do almost every single day. And it's, oh, it's just so heart opening and so relaxing to start my day off with. And I'd love to mm. share that with people who watch this. So yeah, yeah if we may, then I'd love to do that. And then actually the third point, uh, I would love to ask how people can work with you, where can they find you and what is it that you yeah, currently offer? Sure, yes. So um, I'm putting together a resource list right now that I can send you after this and you can share. Um, but just off the top of my head, if you want like a general understanding of like how all of this came to be, like how all of this, and when I say all of this came to be like the patriarchy and then like our reclamation, Mm -hmm. highly recommend the book w women and nature by susan griffin she like outlines in chronological order everything that's occurred it's amazing <sighs> okay. uh, another one that's great is mysteries of the dark moon by demetra george that really um goes into blood wisdom like the new moon kind of looks at our fear of darkness and blood and really demystifies all of that and talks about the connection between women and the moon um the book womb awakening um blanking on the authors right now i think azra azra something um yeah i can put some underneath underneath yeah the it's incredible the book sacred woman by queen afua is a great one it l lays out like everything and it's also a um, step-by-step guide so you go through practices and it teaches you just a lot. Um, wild feminines, great pussy, vagina. Like there's so much, so much information, so many resources. Yes, um, 
yeah but like i said i'm putting together a huge resource list so um i'm gonna put that on my uh i think website so i'll share that with people who are interested um mm -hmm. But yeah, how to contact me. So you can always find me at wombseedwisdom.com. That has all of my offerings. So I offer birth services, postpartum, doula services, spiral, womb spiral. And um, I'm working on an online course that will be launched to be determined, but we'll go into all of this. It's called Cyclical Remembrance. And it's just going to be all about wake, remembering and waking up to our cyclical feminine nature. And yeah, that's what I'm offering right now. My friend and I are doing a womb magic series that we're almost finishing, but we'll relaunch it again soon. So people can just follow me at womb seed wisdom on Instagram. I also have Facebook, um, Isadora Spearwoman. If any of this really resonated with anyone and you have more questions or just want to reach out, I'm like, I'm very open. I just like talking with people about all of this. So feel yeah. free to just be like, hey, I have a question or I want to know more. So um, yeah, I'm in service to women and to the womb and just started an Ayurvedic herbalism training. So I'll be doing the herb thing soon and going to be launching things with that. So just stay tuned and i'm so glad that the womb spiral has served you and it's been so fun to watch your transformation and just thank you for this platform and this time and yeah <laughs> really in awe with what you do it's it's already making waves in so many ways that you can and you can see right now and i just i'm, mm. I'm celebrating you for that and mm. honoring the work that you do and thank um, you yeah, we'll keep we'll keep in close contact for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. This was so much fun. It was. Yeah. It was. It's so <laughs> good to see you talk so passionately about it. Like you're literally lighting up so strongly and it's it's mm. dope to witness. Yeah. I I feel very, very passionate about it.